might have played that song like a hundred sometimes in the past week it just came out last week what is that passport bros boss and j cole just came out with a song um j cole oh, I didn't later listen. on in the track Fire. i know you said it to me this week i didn't listen you didn't listen to it um it's a it's a song about their bachelor party that they just had so they made that song during the bachelor party they went mm. to like barcelona did j cole have a tough verse he did because oh, I, I wasn't I really honestly Wasn't feeling the beginning of it I like the little Vibey island Music You feel me Nah it was very White Lotus for me <sighs> It's, right, it's giving White Lotus <laughs> right, I'm sorry Next time I'll do better On the song <laughs> But I don't know I didn't I listen to it Anyway Y'all already know What time it is If you're listening To my voice If you can see me On the camera right now That can only be One thing and one thing only You're locked into The cruise control Episode 80. Eight, baby. As you already know, I'm the boy Dev Cruz. Sitting next to me on my left is the one and only Dave Cruz. I'm just gonna be like, Alex cannot be here today. Alex is not here, but he is um, trying to figure out how to lose his virginity. (laughs) (laughs) But you know who is here? The man. Behind the camera. He <laughs> got looked. <laughs> the one and only Bendito. Llama. Benny has the best sound on the board. He does. <laughs> Davis, episode eighty-eight, baby. We're having a good time. How you feeling, bro? How was how was everything going so far, man? Um, I feel great. Feel good. It's it's another beautiful week. Okay. You know, I'm just glad to be above ground. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Glad to be uh right. Sexy, cunning. Okay. I smell good. I taste good. I feel good. Okay. Um Yeah. Yeah, I'm here, man. Yes, yes, yes. You know, I I've, I've had a I've had a great week. My uh my, my my man's Benny, how are you feeling, brother? Dave's had a great Wait, week. Wait, I'm not done. Oh my god. <laughs> Can I finish? <laughs> Okay. People want to hear about Benny's week. Dave, your week is over. It's Benny's time. Okay. Go ahead. 
You already know I had a good week. Bandito <laughs> <laughs> had a good week, man. Why? Why you had a good week? I was chilling, working, spent some time with the family. You spent some time with the family. You spent some time with the family. <laughs> I see you. I, I'm not gonna lie. I got the got the feet game. I, I couldn't. You know, I got chanclas on right now. You got moccasins on, but Benny's over here. These are Uggs. Benny's over here with the check on his feet, man. Yeah, what's ooh? It's a gallon of milk, baby. Checks yeah. on the feet make us ever complete. All milk, all milk work. These were gifted by Poppy Lex. Oh, okay. Shout out to you. Get in the line. No way. <laughs> No Which one is that? I just hit a nigga okay. in the head with a ooga booga wooga. That bitch suck my dick. It's all like ooga booga. But you know what that means? That, that means that the mean you you should cuff him even higher so we can see the whole sneak. <laughs> For those who got super cuffs on, yeah. y'all can't see on the camera, but it's basically Benny's cuffs look like what they look like, there. A reverse umbrella. <laughs> Like somebody held the umbrella. He got him. He got him cuffed up the soup bowl height. <laughs> I had to, bro. I bought these jeans too long. That's crazy. Yeah, and he starched them too. Them John stiff as a board. That's crazy. Benny jeans is thirty two by forty seven. <laughs> <laughs> and he cuffed twenty three inches of them. Yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. How your measurements thirty two by sixty seven? <laughs> a big and tall section. That's crazy. The, the tall and still, tall section. The shoes still fired. Though. Yeah, the shoes are tough. The shoes are still fired. Thanks. You look like you could play ball right after the episode. Shout out, yeah, man. Big shout out to Benny for his shoes and his jeans, cuffs, hat, and his hat. What team that hat, Dave? Teamless. <laughs> <laughs> this boy got a plain white hat. You like a non-playable character. <laughs> You need to get 25 gold coins on Tuesday to get that. <laughs> We're going to talk about that. Did you hear, um, I know you want to do a recap from last week, but did you hear that they're going to spend like like some X amount of millions of dollars on the Grand Theft Auto 6? Did you hear about that? Uh, no, for real? It's well, supposed to be like the most expensive game ever made. Well, people have really? been like waiting for that. Like people have been. I don't know the number, but I, I don't want to say it's like a couple. It's not a couple billion. But it's cra- It's like a crazy amount. Billion? <laughs> not gonna spend a no. billion. But if, maybe I was getting tricked or something. But I swear it was this gaudy number that I'm like, yo, this is nuts. But it's supposed to be the most expensive game ever created. They like, would. I mean, the money they pumped into it. Everybody's yeah. been waiting on that game for sure. Like, uh, and Benny's a playable character. <laughs> He's one of the um, citizens that you could push and beat up. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, what's your problem? Like you go to steal his car And he'd be like Llama <laughs> Hey man what's your problem Llama <laughs> Alright We gotta get into the episode day. Listen we, we gotta hop into this episode Like we always do it every episode We gotta get into the Last week's top 5 Right so last week me Top 5 Me and Dave did a top 5 Um Female or and or woman artist of all time. Don't and or. No, because people, you got a little flat. Because of the comments, right? But I'm gonna get into. I it. said that during the episode, didn't I, Benny? Yeah. yeah. I was like, "Yo, we call them women. Women, 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 women." It's all right. Did um, you catch some heat for that? Somebody you did. commented, but we'll read it. We'll read them. Right. So, going on the Instagram, uh, Dave won this one. I'll take Missy and Mariah over Beyonce and Taylor any day of the week. Next up, Boom. Dave fire emoji trophy emoji. We got a comment that was a tie, said a tough one, fellas. Couldn't choose. So we're just going to leave that one off. But did agree that it was a tough one. Non-committal. Um, then somebody, this is the comment, Benny. Somebody said, Dev lost when he insisted on saying females. 
instead of women, which that has nothing to do with the top five. No, nothing. To it do just with. has this, it's his personal preference, which I respect. Right. But vote accordingly. <laughs> like that was the vote. No, it, you you're can't. a misogynist pig. <laughs> that was the vote. So vote for the non-misogynist non-pig. So, so so far we got three three for Dave. Somebody somebody commented and said Dev, and then said I got something. For you when I see you. <laughs> Yo, he pause. really tried to frame that. Pause. <laughs> yeah, that is a pause too. Yeah. But he said, Dev, he said, Dev, I got something for you when I see you. I I no, I took my time because I wanted to pause it real quick. I had to put the period because nobody should be telling me they got something for me when they see me. <laughs> but no, you tried to, I thought you tried to put the pause like it was a vote for you. No. Somebody said, Dev, I got something for you. No, I like got if some- they was voting for Dev. He was just saying, Dev, I got something for you. I got something for you when I see you, and he did vote for me because I saw him yesterday, and um, we had to, we went to a soccer game. It was like a group of us. We went to a soccer game, but he said that Taylor Swift didn't deserve to be on the top five, but he thought that the rest of them was good from me. So he said, "I'm voting for you," but I just don't think that Taylor Swift deserves that number five spot. He was like, "I understand because the money she's bringing in, right. and she's like getting she's going crazy right now, <clears throat> but she doesn't deserve there's other women who are better than her." But he said four through one. Was a vote for me, so I I'm just telling you what was said. We should we should have challenged him a little more last week. Yeah, Tell yeah. me your favorite five Taylor Swift songs right now. Yeah, off the top of your head, "Wildest Dreams." I I, I don't know what the because I played it last week. I yeah. like that song. I don't I forget the name the song, but it's uh you can't if it's your top five person of all time you can't forget the uh, out, of, out of style I'm the uh, out of style she never goes out of style oh my god bad blood the joint that she did with Kendrick I messed with that John especially because she had Kendrick on that John um and that's only in three right now but that's um him uh name name five Aretha Franklin songs R E S P E C T um shoop. <laughs> Just a little bit. <laughs> you know that John that go. What are we doing? What are Just we doing? A little here? Bit. Oh no! Man. What are we doing here? He fifty cent. <laughs> <laughs> Not a lot, baby girl. Just a little bit. All right. So so, gotta get back. Get back to the vote. So so far right now, it's. <laughs> It's three to one, three to one, Dave. Next vote says Dave gets the W. So four to one, Dave. We we see where this is going. Next vote says Dev, you win this week. Uh, Missy is great, but not for this list. Maybe Selena or even Shakira. I don't I don't have a say in that. I I would disagree, but I'll take the vote. Thank you. <laughs> so right now we got four to two. Then we go to the YouTube comments, and I'm gonna just say right now, it, both votes on YouTube were for me. The people who did vote. Um. First one said, although I did enjoy this top five list from both, Devin gets my vote because of Adele. I knew Tasha was going to vote for me. Shout out to you, Tasha. Adele, I knew that was going to win me your vote. And then the other comment says, Dev wins this week. Mariah Carey at number five is disrespectful. No Celine Dion. Timeless, incomparable voice. And then, oh, and that was it. Then they get into the question of the week. So it's 4-4 tie right now. Right. Um, We got to go to Benny. Oh, my. Gosh, yes, but I think Benny's gonna vote for you because I got some I got some flack this week at work from from Benny's lady mm-hmm. who was who was who was chopping on and me. they they pillow talk <laughs> and they pillow exactly right. So Benny, who's your who who are you voting for? You already know I'm voting for Dave, man. <laughs>
Debbie Chestnut. If he'll talk about me. <laughs> I'm tough. Oh, Benny was doing stinky stuff. <laughs> he like, yo, Dave, I got something for you. But the conversation was that she said that um, Benny's lady said, I uh, Taylor Swift shouldn't have been on the list. And then she said, I had Adele too low on the mm. list. Adele should have been higher above Rihanna, which was questionable. But yeah. a vote is a vote. So Dave took it this week. Shout out to Dave. Um, <laughs> question of the week. Uh, we talked about um, how do you approach when your partner's into that freaky stuff? When your partner is too sexually forward, somebody how said, do you deal with somebody that? Somebody said, freakiness is needed. Every woman should be a freak for her man because if they're not, he's going to go looking for one. Mm, it's easy and you are. Oh, snap. That was freaked out. <laughs> Y'all freaked out. <laughs> that was that, that. But we said that when we when we did last week's episode, we said we are not looking forward to finding out all these freaks <laughs> who exist in the world that we know mm-hmm. or don't know. Shout out to them, though. <laughs> yeah. They start talking about all their freakiness. Meanwhile, y'all didn't say anything about y'all freakiness. Like, if we're going to take this pod to the next level, y'all got to share a little bit. Dave. I share so much about myself. Stinky stuff, Dave. I've shared so much about myself, and y'all don't take it to the next level. Y'all keeping it all, oh, I don't do nothing. Like, come on. Dave, what's your favorite sexual position? Probably, um, probably the, um, the chimichanga. <laughs> Listen, that's where you wear a white teamless hat. <laughs> I'm doing it. <laughs> Listen, you smush. But then the real we got it got it got real on, on on social media. Everybody, so we have to address this because this is the pod, and we do read comments. <sighs> we always tell people that we're going to address comments on the pod. So for those for those people who don't listen to the pod or who might not be aware of it, we address everything. So mm-hmm. we released a video, funny clip about the DDG comment last week that we made that he was insecure his lady's an actor and he's jealous of her kissing other dudes right on camera for a movie little mermaid so we posted the clip she kissed somebody in the movie and little mermaid yeah she's a she's a disney princess she kissed the uh oh i didn't know i, I didn't see the movie i didn't see it either but yeah seen the i didn't know i didn't know there was had kissing in like a disney movie like there's like a, a princess she's a she kisses the prince the on land prince i'm not gonna get into it but <laughs> Video did pretty well Released the video this morning Got like 850 views already We're you know, doing pretty good numbers But people have some stuff to say The one person on, this, uh, on uh, TikTok comments Girl kiss other dudes Question mark Y'all cucks Question mark So he's trying to say If we allow I think that was a addition. Who who said it too? We calling our names. No, no, no. I'm not. I'm not saying nobody's social media on here, man. We just going comments. This is what people are saying. All right. This is what people are saying. This is what people are saying. <laughs> I think that was a continuation of the the comment before. Right, and then that goes with it. Is what I'm saying. Yeah, and then another person commented and said, "Crazy how grown men sit and talk about other men. Find God." So somebody told us to find God Like Jesus Christ And then like Dave said a little earlier The comment that was existing already said Y'all weird Y'all calling him insecure Because he doesn't like to see his girl kissing other dudes So y'all saying he likes watching So y'all saying y'all like watching Like we would like to watch our ladies kiss other dudes Okay React 
I mean, <clears throat> yeah, yes, <laughs> <laughs> yes, it, it, that's what we're doing. Yes, we talk about another another grown man. First of all, is DDG a grown man? Is that confirmed? Twenty. What we said? 25, 26 last 25, year? We yeah. looked up his age. Yeah, that's a kid to me. I'm a grown man. I got kids. I got a 401k. <laughs> okay. I'm on my own lawn. I'm a grown man. You don't have a lawn though. It's like a soul patch. <laughs> soul patch. Y'all can stop that. <laughs> um. No, but yeah, that's that's what we're saying. I, I'm saying he's insecure because not only does he feel a way, but he's putting a song out about it and releasing it to the world about this situation. So one, the insecurity comes in you. Feeling like you need to um, Protect some of your ego By putting it out in the public like that Because that's all that's doing for you Mm -hmm. It does nothing to help with your girl Or your partner in that case You know what I mean Like that's very It's selfish of you to do that to, to, To blast it out in that way And the purpose that you're doing it for Could only be to serve you Not the relationship So yeah We're gonna call Bull out on it If he feels that way And he talks to her about it Behind closed doors Or on their own time that's on them And he, he Everybody has a right To feel whatever way They want to feel mm-hmm. When you put it out You put it out For people to consume it And critique it And It sh- it says more about you Than it does about her Or the situation Now he did come out And say that People are criticizing <clears throat> him For art he, he he called this art He said I don't understand Why y'all getting mad I just made art So kind of Deflecting <laughs> it And saying that Yo, the, it's it the wasn't, furthest thing from art. <laughs> it's top trash. <laughs> it's just, diarrhea out of my butthole. I'm just saying what he said. I'm just bringing information. <laughs> and I figured people were gonna say that, like, "Oh, you allowed to express yourself through art? Like that's that's your medium. Is, that's your true. way to express yourself." But it's true. But it's not because. <laughs> but it's not. <laughs> <clears throat> no, no, no. It's it's not. It's not that it's not your way to express yourself, but you open yourself up to criticism when you put stuff out. Of course, when we open ourselves up, we got criticism. any artist they put out. You put yeah. you you draw a painting, people are gonna put it up somewhere and criti- and critique it. We got criticized, good, bad, or otherwise. We did. We got criticized. People was calling us cucks. People was calling us uh, um, grown men talking about other grown men. Um, let me just. I don't know if me- I would call this art. Comedy is art. This is not comedy. This is facts. <laughs> let me keep. <laughs> Let me keep it. All I do is spit facts. Let me keep it a bean with y'all, just in case y'all listen to our episode later. Like you decided to leave a comment on our video, and now you want to tune in to see if we talk about you. We are talking about you. First and foremost, yes. If my lady is an actress and she's on camera kissing a dude, I will watch the movie because I ain't gonna be mad when we swimming in our own pool and she's and, and we eating lobster and steak every day and we living in a mansion. She is a Disney princess. She is Ariel. Go kiss a boy on camera. Y'all insecure out there with tubas in your pictures on, on on social media. Like, let's keep it a bean. Yes, we will. Yes, I can guarantee you if my lady is an actress and she's a famous artist and a music video or whatever, she's kissing somebody. Yes, I will watch it. And yes, I will clap. And yes, I will say she's a great actress. Yes, she won an award. Yes, she's amazing. Yes, to all that. And to the comment about us being grown men talking about other grown men stuff, you a grown man commenting on other grown man stuff. So you right up there with us, Poppy. <laughs> like you're not making it any better. So just relax. All right? Yeah, like who who gets on the internet and defends DDG? 
Like this is is this your king? What's the, what did what yeah, did Michael? Are truly weird. What did Michael yeah. B. Jordan say in Black Panther? Somebody saw somebody saw that TikTok in their algorithm and it got them truly perturbed. They got riled up seeing us talk about that. Like, don't ever, don't you dare talk about DDG like that. Like, we had like 80, 80 something likes, close to 100 likes. People were laughing, leaving them like laughing stuff or whatever underneath it. People were saving it. People were reposting it. Like, people liked it. But then it was just a few people who didn't. And look, you're entitled to your opinion. We might not agree with it. You're entitled to it, though. But yes, to answer your question, Tuba. We would if she was an actress. If we're okay with her being an actress, then yes, we would. I can't even see myself doing that for artists I do like. Like if somebody was bashing Dave Chappelle or Method Man or something, I wouldn't like start defending them in a comment. Because like they're not even going to see that. But they, you, you know there's fans out there that are like that though. There's, it's weird. It's weird old behavior. There's fans out there. That's that, really odd that you would think I care what your opinion is about this ball and this topic. And I'm a and Dave, you know, not say hey, keep watching the videos. Yeah, hopefully we keep popping up on your algorithms, making you mad about other stuff too. Maybe you change the <laughs> instrument in your profile picture next time, <laughs> idiot. Grown man with a tuba. Shout out to Floater Mike. <laughs> I don't like to say names, but he. Wants I don't know why he's not afraid, he's afraid to say it. Because <laughs> I don't like the boy that said that Ari Cucks. He had a, a big uh, full size tuba in his profile pic. <laughs> Top nut. <laughs> You, you play the tuba And you support DDG <laughs> DDG don't play the tuba You're really a tuba ball <laughs> Tuba diver Anyway Dave got, get, Getting off the topic Just <clears throat> hopping on to something else It's funny that we talk about Crazy fans and fans who would Defend their favorite mm. artists You know what I'm saying um, Doja Cat who we all know very famous artist Mm -hmm. she's actually in a lot of heat this week from her fans because she came out on twitter and said that she doesn't even like her fans (laughs) love them was her exact words Mm -hmm. so somebody posted on twitter or she posted on twitter and she said my life my rules my style my attitude somebody commented on and said i want to hear you say i love you guys to all your fans Mm -hmm. she responds back i don't because i don't even know y'all like that (laughs) Damn. Somebody then responds to that and says, uh, we don't know you, but we have supported you through thick and thin. Mind you, you are nothing without us. You'd be working at a grocery store making songs on a fucking garage band Miss High School music dropout. Hey, yo. Chopped her up real quick. <laughs> we thought the fat boy with the tuba was bad. <laughs> they was killing this girl in here. <laughs> and then she and then she responds back, Doja Cat. And says nobody forced you I don't know why y'all talking about me like you're my mother Bitch you sound like a crazy person And then that's where the The, the, the conversation ended So Dave Benny Is it wrong for Doja Cat to say I don't love y'all cause I don't know y'all I feel like that's I feel like there's some truth to that I feel like there's some There's some honest opinions Out there where it's like Yeah I'm famous yeah my music might have Changed your life Or maybe it had an impact On your life But I don't love Like I love my mom And my dad My brother And my sister My family My cousins But I don't love Boy on TikTok Who is a fan of me I I don't know She's not wrong I don't think she's wrong With what she's saying Yeah I mean (laughs) The fact that somebody Told her You should tell us You love us Is weird (laughs) 
That's so stupid, yo. They said, I want to hear you say I love y'all. <clears throat> Are y'all cucks? <laughs> <laughs> it's the cuck control. <laughs> no, that that's... So they say, we want to hear you tell, it, tell us you love us. So a girl said that. Uh-huh. Doja Cat responded, I don't love y'all, though, because I don't know y'all. Right. And then another fan who wasn't that same girl responded back and said, you'd be nothing without us. You'd be playing in a fucking garage, you know. Cause you're a broke bitch Or whatever she said She was really getting Going in on her Right And that was And then Doja Cat said Y'all don't have to buy my music Y'all really weird for this You're not my mom Well it It, it starts with What is What does it mean to And it kind of ties to What we were talking about earlier With that whole response To our video um, When you put stuff out You're putting it out there for and, and people start to think They know you They understand you Like even You know those two guys To comment and say Act like they know us Based on a 20 second clip You know for people who are fans of her Doja Cat They listen to her music and they feel like they know her To the point where they feel Comfortable enough to tell her What she should and shouldn't do (laughs) That's crazy And I mean I feel like you and I might have the same Opinion because I I saw where you were going With um, your initial statement but I think she's kind of got a point Like You can play the PC role and do like what people do oh, I love my fans Oh you know But you don't mm-hmm. Really love them So in a way She's probably being More refreshingly honest Than most artists Would ever be Yeah Cause you yeah. can't truly Love everybody You don't know them How could you love them And then You know Could you say like She could have like a A fan love And that's like A distinct form of love Where you just love The fact that they support you Sure But if she's choosing Not to use that language That's okay too Yeah like it's, you know what I mean? Like she don't have to. She she's not required to do that. I mean, I will I will say this because that's you brought up that good point, and that was going to be my next point. But I think I disagree with you on that. That I I feel as though she should separate it and let it be known. So she should say like, "All right, I don't love y'all like I love my family, like I love my cousin, my brother, whatever. But I do love y'all as fans and for your support." That would have been a better response than to just flat out say, "No, nah, I don't fucking love y'all. I don't know y'all." You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I feel like, because I, I think about us and I think about myself. If we this podcast continues to grow and we blow up, of course I love the people who supported us since day one, the people who've been commenting since day one, watching the videos, re-watching them, retweeting them, reposting them, commenting good or bad. They're commenting. They're being involved, engaging. Of course I'm going to show love. Of course I love those people for from day one just sticking with us. But do I love them as, like, I love you? No. Right. It's just a different type of love But I don't think there's any problem to separate that So maybe there is some You know some But maybe maybe Doja sees the word love Completely differently than you do Maybe her definition of it is Look I'm not gonna just get that word out for free Just because you're a fan and you support me Are you a fan of Doja Cat? Nah <laughs> I can't name five of her songs I can name five of Aretha Franklin songs <laughs> He named five samples of Aretha Franklin's song. <laughs> but I... I um, Doja Cat did the TikTok joint. They didn't mean to know this. Okay. <laughs> that joint tough. Okay. <laughs> no, but... Um, who was it? Who was I watching? I think I saw a clip from Trevor Noah the other day. Mm-hmm. And he was talking about... He, he said this really cool story that he was out with his brother. They were having dinner, his younger brother. And he said a fan, like, spot saw him. And came up to him and was like, oh, I'm a big fan, blah, blah, blah. Can I take your picture? And Trevor Noah said he, you know, stopped having his dinner, took the picture with him. And he was like, cool. And then when his when the guy left, 
Um, Trevor Noah said that he told his brother, um, it's really weird. You know, it's so awkward that they come up and do that, like, while we're eating. And he said his brother told him, no, like, for them, you, you're you in their TV every day. Like, you're, they feel like they know you because of what you're giving them. So, in a way, they're just expressing how they would act with somebody who they know and see every day. Like, they're treating you normally like they would any other person who they know well. Mm. You're the one acting weird by not, because you don't know them back. Mm. Right. So in a way you're the one acting weird because they're just expressing their natural response to what you've given them. So that's where I started thinking like that that actually made me think of that was with Doja Cat maybe she's not realizing these fans to feel like they know you. They see you in all the vlogs, all the the lives you do. You don't know them from a can of paint, but they feel like they know you to the point where they're like, "Yo, you don't know I've probably consumed I don't know 800 hours of content of not yours." Just Doja Cat music. Mhm. Right, so we. I want to know, like you. <laughs> if I had to listen to eight hundred <laughs> hours of Doja Cat, <laughs> does, does that make sense? Though that's kind of deep when you think about it. Yeah. Like no, I've, true. I know you, so I want you to tell me that you love my support of you, and and for Doja, it's like no. It's it's funny that it happens now. Did you see the Pat Mahomes thing? Um, Benny doesn't have social media, but I don't. No. What, what so it, the Pat Mahomes thing was they were doing a golf think golfing outing with like a bunch of celebrities. So like Pat Mahomes was getting ready to go up and do his swing, mm-hmm. and a kid like in the middle of him walking up to his to his ball was like, "Hey, can you sign my autograph or can you can you give me an autograph?" And Pat Mahomes turned back to him very politely and was like, "No, I'm I'm about to go and you know do my thing. I'm sorry, mm-hmm. you know, but I'm I'm trying to focus in on the game." And the dad and everybody was like, "What?" Like giving him some some shit. Oh so, uh, yeah, I did hear about this. Yeah, so people were like, "Who was wrong in this situation? Was it Pat Mahomes for not signing this little kid's?" Autograph football Whatever mm-hmm. Or was it The kids fault For kind of bothering them During the game um, I think as, as a fan In that moment First off A little kid Doesn't know what they're doing So as an adult You have to teach your son Like alright Like relax He's in the middle Of a, fo- of a game mm-hmm. He's with his fr- family And friends They're playing Just relax Maybe when he's done We'll catch him later Or something But let it be And for the kid To just go up And do that In the middle of it Now mind you It is a kid so you have to think about it in that situation, but I didn't think that Pat Mahomes was wrong either. He was very polite. He was very pleasant. He didn't curse at the kid. He didn't disrespect him. He didn't flag him off. He turned back to him very politely, let him know why he couldn't sign it, and then went back to his game. And and the, the athletes they they're more careful about that now more than ever because you know there's a whole um, industry around that, like parents who use their kids to get signed stuff and then they sell it mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. on eBay and and memorabilia sites and stuff like that. So it's, it's a racket. It's like big business. They send their little cute kid out with a ball. Oh, now I'm like, oh, can you sign this for me? And then you just they turn around, sell it on eBay. Oh, I got to sign Pat Mahomes football or something like that. Yep. So they're, they're more cautious now to just sign anything. And they try to keep an eye out for like, is that parent sending them? Or is it just a genuine kid? But yeah, I mean, so if he's in the middle of doing his thing. Sophia turns five. Come with the old dev. We start our own business. <laughs> I'm not wasting my time doing that. No, I'm Posting on eBay. I'm wasting my time doing that. Like, Sophia, go give him the ball. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's a waste of my time. What do you think? To get an autograph from we didn't, DDG. Betty, we didn't get your uh, <laughs> DDG. How do you feel about it? And and to me, it's, it's probably different from Benny's perspective because he's not a social media guy. So he doesn't understand or see this daily. You know what I mean? It might be a little bit different. You've probably never been a big fan like these people are where like you can Google search or Twitter Twitter search their whole life. And yeah, you know what I mean? Definitely. Um, I feel like Doja Cat isn't wrong for saying what she's saying, but she should have specified 
the difference in the love for the fans. But you got to appreciate what they bring to the table for you because mm-hmm. the guy was right. She's nothing without them fans. Like, people got to be watching for her to be able to do anything. Mm-hmm. And people got to be paying money to go see her. And I feel like there's a part of her that's lying, saying that she don't got no love for her fans because... Again, you're not shit without them. Mm-hmm. You you wouldn't be making as much money. You wouldn't be, you wouldn't have any half of the lifestyle that you have if it wasn't for those people. So she could be capping. She might be in her bag and her feelings or whatever it is. Well, but. she's trolling. I, I I was I would say to your point, she's probably trolling a little bit, and that's part of her persona. Yeah, it's like f the world. I don't you know. I'm not gonna agree with anything y'all say. What she said. My life is all I have. My rhymes. My pen. My pad. What did she say? <laughs> J. Cole. My dress, my attitude. <laughs> That's the J. Cole song. <laughs> what, more, what exactly did she that say? Was more Ray. What the uh, um, Doja? She said, "My cat, my dog, my cheese." No, she said, "Nobody forced you." I don't know why you're talking to me like you're my mother, bitch. You sound like a crazy. Before person. that, oh, she said, "I don't know you." Oh, <laughs> <laughs> she started off by saying, "My life, my rules, my style, my attitude." All right. My life is all My rhymes, my pen, my pad. <laughs> Moray. <laughs> yo, people on the internet are weirdos, yo. Yo, and you know, and, uh, and, and a part of me thinks that this has to do with just like how, how people, like, I, I think it's a, she's, she's got a lot of her fans and a lot of her stuff. I think a lot of it has to do with like attraction too. Because I think people kind of look past that. You look at an artist and you're like, oh, like she she could sing, whatever. But there's people on the internet who are, who are willing to do whatever for a person who they might find attractive. Maybe they can. What can what can this do? This support? What can it do for them? Could it f- uh, help them out later in the future? In a little sense, like I don't know, Pop. If you guys heard of this girl, I, it's people. I, I'm gonna play a video for you guys. Mm-hmm. Her name is Pinky Doll. Dave, have you heard of Pinky Doll? Yes. I know I showed Benny a clip before the episode, so Benny's caught up. I think it's the same thing with her and Doja Cat as far as like mm-hmm. people really support that, but are they supporting it because of what she's doing or because how she looks? Pinky Doll, ladies and gentlemen, is this person on TikTok. She calls herself an NPC, a mm-hmm. non-playable character. That's a video game reference. It's basically a person who has no dialogue or no they're not a character to just have regular log like taglines that they just say it's 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 insane to say the least mm-hmm. this girl makes six to seven thousand dollars a day a day and i'm gonna let you listen to her talent this is what she does for hours and a half two hours this is what she does Ice cream so good. Mmm, that was good. Coconut fire. Ice cream so good. Yes, yes, yes. Gang, gang. Yes, strong woman. Yes, strong woman. Travis, money gun. I got your name. Wow, a lot of gifts. Be you. Hee haw, yes. You got me feel like a cowgirl. Let me ready it, huh? Oh, thank you, baby. This is so cute. Mmm, that was good. Eliminate. Gang, gang. Yes, yes, yes. Yes, strong woman. Ice cream so good. Yes, popcorn. Ice cream so good. Ice cream so good. Balloon. Balloon. Pop. Amazing. Oh, thank you, baby. You got me feel like a queen. Mm-hmm. Dina. Money gun. I got your Yo, name. Pause. Wow. A lot of gifts for you. <laughs> <laughs> she said. I just hit that in the head with a ooga booga ooga. That bitch suck my dick. It's all like ooga booga booga. Mmm. 
thank you. Mm. Seven. <laughs> I spend time with fam. Seven thousand dollars a day. Seven a day. That's ridiculous, man. Dave, what's seven times seven, Dave? Forty nine. <laughs> Four thousand nine hundred. No, forty nine thousand a week. For- <laughs> my rhymes, my pen, my pen. A week. <laughs> so what? So explain the explain this more. Um, and we got to play that video to make sure everybody sees it on the YouTube. Yes. But yes, explain this more. So they're giving her. OK, so so explain what it is. So basically she go. This is a TikTok live video. So she'll go on TikTok. Right. People will pay for emojis. So everybody got free emojis on their phone. These people are deciding to pay for the emojis through TikTok. Each emoji is a different price. What she does is she has a soundboard or a, a certain noise or something that she makes for each emoji that you send her. So, for example, if somebody sends her 10 popcorns and each popcorn costs a dollar, she just made $10 and she'll make the popping noise. And you heard how she was saying mm, popcorn. She'll make that 10 times to kind of show them love. And then people will keep sending her stuff, ice creams, cats that put the cowboy hat on her. And she says, ride them like a cowboy. They'll send her money, but each emoji costs a certain amount of money. Now, if you if you took a look at some of these emojis, some of them cost thousands of dollars. Lie to you not. Some of them cost like hundreds. Some of them are good dollars, five dollars. But some of these emojis are fucking ridiculous. And she's getting they're they're giving her this money. Now, mind you, whatever but she this, she doesn't get the whole thing. Right. Of course, TikTok takes a, a piece of the pie, but right. she makes most of it. Yeah. Just give, just call it what it is. She makes most of that money. But with that being said, what is going like? <laughs> I'm trying to find the list, but like, yeah, they, they, there's like a whole menu of these different emojis, and yeah, she makes. So it, it, it looks dumb because she might make like point one cents right on an emoji, but if you get thirty four thousand of them yeah. across a live, mm-hmm. she's making banks. It can make like two, three grand a day, right? Just in one session Um right. But why Like why would you I mean I've spent some money Some some money on some really dumb things So let me I don't know if I would buy emojis To give to this So I got a Vaguely Caribbean John Like what was her Even her accent I got a I mm, got, Thank you um, Popcorn Popcorn <laughs> She's like Dominican or something <laughs> I got She weak I got mm, Time with the fam <laughs> I got I got a pricing list right now Okay so send somebody an ice cream cone, which you've heard her saying a lot, is 0.01 cents. So to they sent her that she makes 0.01. 0.01. Yeah. Yeah. What else? What other ones? Um, if you send her a hat and a mustache, that's a dollar thirty-one. I'm gonna I'm gonna react to these tokens. All right. Send me money. Point one. How much is that? Uh, uh, a uh, hat and a mustache. Yeah, dollar thirty-one. All right, boom. I'm up to a dollar thirty-two. All right. If you send her, if you send her puppy love, is mm-hmm. two dollars and sixty-four cents. <laughs> thank you, thank you. I'm Dominican. <laughs> what else? How much is that? Uh, uh a do- uh, um, two dollars and sixty-four cents. We up. I got like three dollars and sixty-five cents. All right. If you send her, um, I'm gonna give you, a, I'm gonna give you a night, uh, John. If you send her a train. 
That's eleven dollars and ninety four cents. Thank you. I'm Dominican. <laughs> All right, let's let's. How much is that? Eleven dollars and 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 forty one cents. I'm up. All right, I'm me, ordering chicken tenders now. At this point, let me get let me get you a uh, let me get you a, a big a big money John Day. Mm-hmm. All right, if you send her, if you send her a Phoenix, that's three hundred and forty five dollars. I don't know what, what a Phoenix means. <laughs> Harry Potter, <laughs> a Phoenix. If you send her a gorilla, you make four hundred dollars. <laughs> gorilla chest pump. And then the most expensive one on TikTok. Oh, sorry. <laughs> if you send her uh, TikTok Just stars, sorry. if you send her TikTok stars, mm-hmm. you get $532. Dang. Off of one emoji. P- people really spend money on this? Bro. But why? What's the, what's the, let's unlock the logic and the, and the mindset behind why would you do this? Is it horniness? <laughs> Are they horny for the John? Well, so here's here's my thought process. Do you think like you give her balloons and phoenixes and she's just gonna like want you? People were putting their phone numbers in the comments too. Just I know you guys weren't watching the video. So that's you'll watch answer, the video. Answers, yes. on, you'll watch the video on YouTube. Benny's gonna post it up. They're giving their phone numbers on you. I don't know what it is, but they're giving their phone numbers. I I told I said I told this to Benny before the show. Because Benny found himself sitting and watching the video and just for like five minutes just being like, what is this? But that's exactly... He gave her 17 balloons while we were sitting, while we was getting ready. <laughs> he gave her puppy said, love. <laughs> <laughs> he, gave her, he gave her puppy love, bro. He gave her $2.64. Crazy. Benny was in his bag. It's addictive. I, I think people... How much is for the white teamless hat? <laughs> <laughs> $12. <laughs> I think Benny threw his head at the phone. <laughs> mm, mm, thank you. <laughs> thank you, Benny. <laughs> thank you, Benny. <laughs> um I think some of it definitely gotta be like just it's a fetish for people to like have control over a woman's reaction. Well mm. online. Like I, I think that's a thing. It's two it's two things. I agree with that. I think it's so it's like if I give her seven, seven bananas and she'd be like, mm, 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 they're like, ooh, I like that. Yeah, some people will really do <laughs> that's like, a, that's a fetish. Cause yeah. some of them like the cowboy John, she's like says ride him cowboy and she shakes. I'm pretty sure people are like wanna see her titties check or something like that. Like that's a real Gotta thing. Be something like that. It's like a real right. Like whatever could get her moving, cause she gets a lot of those. A lot of the pop Johns where she has to pop and she's like shaking herself like How'd that make you feel? I was right. <laughs> I had to put a pillow in front of my pants. Right? I'm Dominican. <laughs> but no, it's two things. It's either that sexual or you just find yourself watching 10 minutes like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah. But either way, it's a view. That's why I feel like she's... That's true. You can't be high. <laughs> just get high. <laughs> just giving her chocolate bars or whatever. That's that's like $500, Dave Chill. A chocolate bar? <laughs> <laughs> <Dang>. <laughs> A chocolate mm. bar? Mm, i get you next week. Mm. Can I put this on layaway? Mm. <laughs> That'd be crazy to put a layaway chocolate bar on TikTok. But it's either one of the two. I couldn't, I, to be honest, I couldn't participate in this. Even if, even if I had a fetish for it. You know why? Because I can't be the bull. This is just me and my standards. I can't be the bull that gives her like a, like a 20 cent um, cactus and then somebody crushed me with the $500 Phoenix. Because then I feel like a bum. 
Right. I'm over here giving her point one cent worth of love, <laughs> and then some rich weirdo bull really gives her a star, twenty TikTok stars. Mm, thank you, Poppy. She gave him all the <laughs> attention. <laughs> mm, thank you, Poppy. Mm. You get a private session. I'm like, oh man, get a private session. <laughs> she log off for him. <laughs> I'm gonna be like. Yo, don't give my man a private session because he gave you 19 TikTok stars. Keep taking my little point one cent cactuses. <laughs> she got please. a OnlyFans too. See, they they be on there heavy too. <laughs> I mean, it it definitely is. There's a there's a sexual component to it. They probably just yeah. like seeing this girl react. No, let me. And feeling like you have control over her, you know, it's the same like with chat rooms yeah. and and how that whole culture used to be. It's, it's it's. But I couldn't do it because of my personal pride. Don't one up me. But I know I'm not going to be able to throw. I'm not. I got limits. I'm not going to spend no $500 on an emoji. Hell no, bro. I don't care if it's a if it's point zero one cents. I'm not spending that shit either. <laughs> I'm not giving this girl. But no, what if you into it? What no if that's money. your what if that's your thing? If the, Oh, OK. If that's your thing, then yeah, go ahead. You know and what I mean, it. you might have 10 to throw. It's like going to the strip club. Strip you through your phone. is just um, emoji strip. That's crazy. It's the same concept. But no, look. Let me let me this this is uh this got me thinking a little bit is I think this is a great time to to implement our question of the week okay, um, watching this girl do mm-hmm. her thing and and learning that she makes seven k a day. Do you guys? I, I don't want to say judge, but I guess just for a lack of a better word, judge. Do you guys judge? Do you guys judge a person based off of how they make their income? So here's here's. Here's why I asked that. I saw this video and I was I was having a conversation with one of my homies and we were discussing back and forth, like going back and forth about it. Mm-hmm. So he was like, Dev, it's crazy. Like I work at a hospital. I know doctors. I know lawyers. I know people who, who make good money, who, who really like fight for people. Like I've seen crazy stuff at this hospital. Mm-hmm. I know teachers who are fighting for better wages and stuff like that. They are making less then Pinky Doll, who goes on there and just does mm, popcorn, mm, whale noises, mm, fart, whatever, who just be doing weird stuff, like just be doing stuff on, for, for pennies, she makes more than them. Yep. And he was like, how is that so? He said it was a sexual thing. Now, for me, here's, here's where I stood on it, and here's why I say, no, I don't really judge depending on how much money you make or what you make. Because to her, it's the entertainment business, so you have to find a way to make it. It's like a stand-up comedian. It's like anybody who's in entertainment. You have to find a way to do your thing to kind of get you out there and to get your money going and to get your name out there. She was creative enough to find this lane. I'm pretty sure she probably tried things in the past. Yeah. She's probably, you know, some hit or misses that'll probably come up later in her life of what she used to do. Mm-hmm. But she found this thing and she mastered it. She's like, whatever this shit is, she's the best at it. <laughs> like, she's the best noisemaker or whatever you want to say. She'd be on point with like... Making sure the best noisemaker, making sure emoji collector, making sure everybody gets shown love. Right? She never miss an emoji. She always got all the emojis on pack, like on deck. She gonna be on House Hunters. (laughs) (laughs) My budget is three point five seven mil. Yes, yes, yes. I'm an emoji consumer. (laughs) I eat emojis. That's my profession. But I said, I, I said, she found her niche. She found her thing. 
even though people who are doctors and are nurses went to school and, and hustled for it, they knew that that was the more secure job. So they that's why they did it. Yeah. They might like it. They might like to help patients and to help people, but they know that's secure. You're always going to need doctors and nurses. But you can't be upset if you chose that life. And she chose hers where she said, if I hit, if I swing and I miss and I swing and I miss, eventually I'm going to hit this home run. And that home run is going to be fucking amazing. And that's what it is. Mm. It's not gonna last forever though. Yeah, I was gonna say that could be a lot of money. Though. That could disappear yeah. as quickly as it showed up. She's gonna make That's a fact. lot in this time if she's smart with this money. Fifty k. We just did the math. She makes about fifty k a week, bro. She can make a lot of money within a year. She can make a lot of money. She she does what she has to do, saves it up, does what she has to do. She could possibly stay rich forever. Yeah. Now you guys are right. That money don't last forever because these doctors and nurses are gonna forever have a job and hold on to it. But I don't. I'm uh, my going back to my point. I don't judge you. You make your money doing this, I might find it funny, but I'm not going to get mad at it. So, yeah. your question is, do we judge people based on their profession? Yes. How they make their money. How they make their money. How they make their money. Right. I don't judge people on how they make their money. Um, I, I guess saying I, I guess saying it's ridiculous is a judgment, but... I'll laugh at it if it's something as crazy as pretending to be an NPC and, and mm-hmm. yum yum yumming for like twenty five minutes. <laughs> you know what I mean? But like yum yum yumming, yum yum. Don't be yum yum yumming near me. <laughs> that is one of the most ridiculous ways I've seen somebody make money. But you won't. You you don't judge yum yum yumming. Yeah, you I'm, don't judge her for that. No, nah, I don't judge her for it. Go get your bag, but don't expect this to last forever. This is such a this is a good question because it's like, yeah, because we I mean, see it all. The we time. all we all do it. First of all, we see it all the time. We do we do it. We we whether we would admit it or not, we look at certain professions and we make a judgment call on who they are, what they stand for, based on whatever job they got. Mm. And speak about it. Whether it's right or not, I think it's something that you instinctively do because we associate what you do for work with your status. As a citizen, like your, you know, your socioeconomic standing, all that stuff, your class, um, you make judgments on people's character based on what they do for work. You know, like go, getting off this girl, but just like, I don't know, somebody who does sex work or somebody who picks up the trash. Like these, these there's certain jobs that people get judged off of versus other jobs where you think they're noble and, you know, make you heroic or whatever. So it is really like a whole spectrum of it, but um, do I judge people based on how they make their money? Uh, I'll probably say yeah, I do. I think judge is like a negative, like when you say judge. That's what yeah, I'm that's like that's what word. I was thinking because yeah. I'm trying to think of I a think, better word for judge. I think it's okay to look at somebody and go, okay, I feel like based on what you do to make money, I kind of get a sense of your your place in the world, like what you stand for, what you allow. What you expose yourself to Does it evoke emotion maybe Is that a better one Like does it make you feel some type of way When you see it Does it make you have some type of emotion Towards it I'm, de- I'm just I not I think all jobs do judge. to a certain degree or, or ways to make money You know you hear a certain thing And you're like Oh okay And I, I don't think I judge everything negatively I think some things I look at and go Oh that's very interesting That you're able to make profit off of that You're able to make a living off of that thing Um <laughs> And I think we, you know, Benny, you kind of said it, but ridiculous is a judgment yeah. call. It's, 
is saying like this is I can't believe you make money off of this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's not that you're saying don't make money, but you just can't believe that somebody would make money off of doing what this girl does. So I, I think it's okay to do that, to be honest. Just to have an opinion on how other people's make money is is fine. Um I get jealous sometimes too. Yeah. Like I wish I could make money off of some of these stupid things people do. <clears throat> it's like damn, I just wish I thought about it first. You probably could. Like I I've said it how many episodes ago and on multiple episodes, if I knew I could make money selling feet pics, I would I would stop what I'm doing right now and sell my feet. At Fatboy Feet. I already got the at I I claimed it. I put my email down at Fatboy Feet. I just need to know there's a market. But let's see your feet real quick. No. We got that's hey yo we got a camera right here. <laughs> We started off. We can, start, we can start off right now. Go ahead, show your feet to the camera. See if people yeah, like it. you freaked out. Yo. See if people like trying it. Trying to spice up the pod. <laughs> yeah. Go ahead, show your feet. See if people yo, like your you feet. Chill, fetish boy. I'm just. I'm not looking at your feet. Go ahead. Why are you bashful? Right? He said he just said he would do it. Yeah, yeah I'm getting uncomfortable, dude. <laughs> he wouldn't make no you money. Try, you trying to Pinky, see my feet? Pinky though would have been like, yes, yes, yes. Took her toes out. <laughs> if I took my feet out, them. you would look down. Me, I would look right at the camera. Dev, you wow! They, you see, he said, "Whip them bad boys out." <laughs> <laughs> he did. He was like, "Dave, I got something for you." Show your feet. <laughs> Why are you nervous? <laughs> I'm not nervous at all. He just said he feels uncomfortable, right? Just Pink, the way you man, asked about Pinky it. Doll would have been right in this jaw, right? Let feet me see out. your feet. Feet, feet, right out to the camera. Then, the, then the. All right, Dev. Enough. They would have cop. <laughs> enough. Yeah, you freaked out. <laughs> you told me to whip my feet out. Yo. <laughs> yeah, I'm just saying. Do it right now. Picky doll was here. <laughs> would have been getting money. No nerves. She would have been right out, toes out, showing everybody. Anyway, feet. before this boy just revealed his nastiest fetish to me, liking boys' feet. Fat boy feet. Like fat boys. You like fat boy feet? You weird. Anyway, if I knew there was a way to make money off of that, I would definitely do it. One thousand percent. So I would I would jump on a train if it meant I could make money not doing what I do now. Who likes going to work? Who likes having a regular job? But, you know, it every job has a bit of critique to it. Somebody could judge it and think it's a weird job or it's not something they would do. So I, I think that's fine. What about you? How many toes have you sucked? I already said I already said how I feel about uh about the whole situation. I went first. I said that I don't really judge because I feel as though um in the industry you know what you're getting into. If you go to college and if you decide to get a nine to five, whether that be a doctor or a lawyer, whatever the case may be, you know what you're getting yourself into. There's always like a price range for that industry. You can even look it up, you can Google it, whatever the case may be. When it comes to entertainment, there is no price range. There are good entertainers. There are bad entertainers. You can make this amount of money, but then if you knock it out the park and you start frying, you can make this amount of money. What if you a hitman? What are you talking about? (laughs) What if you murder for hire? Dave, how does that have to do with entertainment versus... You said... Do we judge people based on how they make their money? What if you make your money by killing people? Then that, then go do I'm it. I'm giving you a moral dilemma. React. Go, go, go do you it. You don't judge people who kill people for money. For what? Usually people aren't getting killed for drawing things. They're getting killed for like being crazy or something. Like if you're a hitman, you cut you killing a bull who's like the who they be buying guns and or you people. killing a jealous husband or wife. Jealousy is a bad thing. Why are you jealous for? So who do you judge the the murderer? 
Do you judge the assassin, the hitman? No, I don't judge the murderer because they bad crazy. They make him like a million to kill a husband or a wife. Get if somebody say, "Yo, Dave, go kill his husband," I'm gonna give you two mil. Oh, this is murder. <laughs> murder was a <the> case. <laughs> it's one eight seven on the undercover cop. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Call me Merc Mills. It's a rap, and you a cuck. <laughs> <laughs> Can't mm, mm, thank you. Mm, I kill you. <laughs> Just imagine you did a emojis after killing somebody. Imagine Pinky Doll was a hitman. <laughs> Would y'all consider that being? Mm, a you're gonna job? die. <laughs> Would you consider what? Would you consider being an NPC a difficult job? Having to sit there for an hour and a half to yeah, two hours doing that? Very difficult. I think. <laughs> Not They're going to make a uh, 30 for 30 special on this. <laughs> and why, uh, uh, Life of NBC. New York, New York Times already did an article. You're going to see her working out, really? getting in shape. <laughs> New York Times already did an article about her. Now, the funniest thing is, you ever seen her break character? No. Nah. I know you just started. I know I just showed you a video today. You this ever, boy, the biggest fan. I know you done gave her 40 llamas already. <laughs> <laughs> no, I saw it on, 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 um, on Twitter, which is now going to be X, by the way. Twitter's changing his name to X. I'm off Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, no, but uh, apparently people, another thing that they like to do with this lady is like catch her off guard because one of her things is like she never loses character. Like she stays on point. She'll go an hour and a half to two hours just doing this shit. So yeah. like people love when she messes up and the only time she really ever messes up is because she has a son and she be screaming at him. <laughs> so she'd be like, mm, popcorn, mm, popcorn. I'm going to get rid of the dog if you keep like, <laughs> there was a video that was just like that. Like you hear the son playing in the background with the dog. And she was like, you're going to break the middle of the couch. I'm going to get rid of the dog if you keep playing around like that. And people were like. But what's her? I still am confused at her culture. She's Dominican, I think. Okay. So she has like an accent when she was talking to her son. Yes. Don't go find it. Oh, I was going to get ready to go find it. <laughs> oh, yes, 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 yes. <laughs> okay. okay. <laughs> so, okay. Yeah, she's Dominican. Um, but yeah, I don't I don't mind. If you're making your money, I always, you know, you got to make your money. You make your money, you know. You, you do what you got to do. Yeah, I would get annoyed with myself doing that for an hour and a half to two hours. Bro, Benny, NPC Bendito. I hate myself. NPC Bendito. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Ooh, broomstick, broomstick. <laughs> bleach, 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 bleach. <laughs> meow, meow. Clean up the litter box. <laughs> <laughs> However you make the Windex sound How <laughs> it go <laughs> I can't make it well Yes 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 <laughs> Betty will make mad bread We should do that I, I'm, I'm down For you or Benny For for me I don't want to Like if I'm If I'm doing that I want to keep all the, the funds to myself Wow yeah, I want to. I want to come up. I want to come up on the next big trend. I want to be the first bull to do that. Pull your feet out. I, I want to. <laughs> I'm gonna try to get. Fa- I'm gonna try to make money. <laughs> I'm gonna try to make money doing the worm nonstop all throughout the city. <laughs> Damn, you can't. You think that will hit? You don't have the facilities to do that, Dave. Like it's just a, a camera, and I'm just worming like. All throughout the city <laughs> That requires movement I'm tough at the worm You never see me worm You do the caterpillar man Of anything You can't worm Yo What are you doing You a liar Dev you never see me worm I could definitely worm Pause <laughs> <laughs> 
All right, we after the episode, we're gonna record a video and we can see if you weren't. All right, Pat, and Benny's gonna put it up on the. <laughs> I'll give you three feet. <laughs> Yo, you don't got no faith in me. If I put them shoes on, I'm probably worming <laughs> all through the town. Your first worm, your feet will fly. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna worm up inside uh, Benny's cuffs. <laughs> Take me three minutes to get around that. <laughs> Make one circle. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. <laughs> dustpan, dustpan. Mm, thank you for the dustpan. <laughs> bleach, 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 bleach. That's bed. hilarious. Mm, fixing the bed, fixing the bed. <laughs> <laughs> Different cleaning things. Dust, 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 dust. <laughs> medical bed, medical bed. <laughs> Oh my god, that's hilarious. <laughs> uh, question of the week for this week, everybody. Make sure you chime in. Do you judge people? I'm curious to hear what people say because I feel I like am. I feel like there's so many different opinions on this. Yes. But I think there's people who take a moral high ground on certain jobs and stuff, and they'll go, Oh, like strippers, I can't think they're so immoral and God don't like that. And then there's gonna be people who be like, Shake some titties. <laughs> <laughs> Pull your feet out. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I, I'm, I am curious Yeah Weigh in Let us know We're cucks <laughs> The cuck control So <laughs> Probably not You know Gonna like what we say Every, But Everybody kiss let our us girls <laughs> Kiss our girls <laughs> <laughs> What else we got there Um Dave Come what's, on What's popping on the streets Come on now Dave You know You know we gotta talk about it We, we When I saw Barbie No Oh, you look like you would go see Barbie. Nah, I could guarantee you I didn't go see Barbie. That might be a good spot to bag Johns. At a Barbie John? Every John was at the Barbie John. There was Jones and I want the Oppenheimer Jones. <laughs> <laughs> the grenades. I want the Jones. The the uh the nuke Jones. <laughs> you want the A-bomb Jones. <laughs> the high bomb Jones. It nah. was it was mad Jones going to the Barbie. To movie, you went, everybody wearing pink. You you so that was like today too. You went today? No, I seen. I saw Oppenheimer. I'm a thinker. No, no, I'm saying you when you went there was Mad Jones because when I oh went, yeah, it, it, I mean, but all over social media, yeah. Um, when I went, it was pop. Everybody on my IG story. When I went, it was crazy. Wearing pink. Yeah, mad people. And um, so so I'm for, surprised neither y'all didn't see the Barbie movie neither y'all. No, no. Interesting, Dev. You could have you could have bagged. Listen, for those who don't know, um, it was a first. Like, uh, it, it wasn't a first, but a, I guess of this caliber, like two big movies of the year came out on the Barbenheimer same, weekend. It came out on the same weekend or the same day. Oppenheimer and the Barbie movie dropped on the same day. Um, gave it the name Barbenheimer because that's how crazy it was. This this was uh, it broke the record for most double feature movies ever seen in one day. So people were seeing Oppen or Barbie and then waiting another hour to go see Oppenheimer right after that. Like wow. that's how crazy it was. It's a long time in the movie. Yeah, that Oppenheimer was dotty dumb long. Three hours long. Dang. Oppenheimer was three hours long and Barbie was an hour and a half or some change or something like that. Oh no! But that's spending four or five hours in a movie. Too. And I think it was the fourth largest opening weekend. Yes, I read for for. Um, any just in history yeah any movies because i think oppenheimer made 175 mil they had a 100 mil budget they made 175 on opening weekend so they already went over their budget damn that's close just off the first weekend 
which is nuts. But um, no, it Barbie was, outsold it though. Oh yeah, by a lot. Did Which makes really? sense. Barbie's like no, you know what? No, I'm more a, of a worldwide phenomenon. Christopher Nolan is a great director, and we're gonna, you know, we could probably get into it. You saw Oppenheimer? You said I saw Oppenheimer. Have you seen it? No, I haven't seen it yet. All right, we should spend a couple minutes talking about it. But to to make my point on the Barbie thing, it makes sense that that would make more money because that's a more na- like widely recognized brand. I disagree. The Barbie brand. I disagree because I I don't think people understand the impact of. Twitter, Instagram, social media. I feel like a lot of these girls, a lot of these women, the impact of Barbie. <laughs> no, because I was trying to say like young girls and women and older women. That's right. what I was trying to say. Barbie is an older generation type of doll. Like it was popping back in the day. They made a music a music video about it. Even the Barb. That's how popping Barbie was. That I'm a Barbie girl song. Like that shit is not as it was at as it used to be. So I think a lot of social media, because it was the Barbenheimer thing and people were tagging it back and forth and making jokes about it. I think people, it sort of had like the Minions. You remember when the Minions came out and it outsold like everything in the movie theater because social media, a bunch of teenagers were going dressed up in suits. So and what there you, was, what you're saying is it became a trend. It became a trend. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. You spent so many words to just say it became trendy. Okay. Suck me. It became trendy. <laughs> And um, and I feel like that's what it was. I don't think it was because Barbie's a, a cult classic and everybody. I was seeing all these little John, like I was seeing all these teenagers and and like high high schoolers and stuff just in the Barbie movie. I'm like, when's the last y'all grew? What Barbie was is old old. I don't see no Barbies being made today or like it's popping like it used to be. It just became trendy and that's why it outsold it. I don't think it's because. Um, Barbie's got a chokehold on the um, society, and like it's got the it's got the girl doll game on lock. I just think it's. it's I mean, a trendy it does movie. though. Is Barbie's probably the most popular doll of all time? No, it's a. Tre- I think it was just trendy from what it is now. I get what you're saying, and I agree. Yeah. I think a lot of people like to follow trends, so it's like people were doing pre Barbie pink parties, like getting dressed in pink and drinking rose and then going to the movie theater together and it was an aesthetic yeah people taking pictures in all pink and did they have the barbie box at your movie theater like the doll hey, box yo no you know i'm talking about the doll box where you oh just i don't know i didn't check. Yeah, see it in the movie theater i went to there was a like you a, went inside barbie's box <laughs> the doll. people were taking pictures inside of the doll box and it was like barbie at the top it was like a line of people wanted to take picture in the barbie box Paul, I just realized. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know right over his head. Uh, but it's crazy though, man. It was it was a a crazy. Well, event. I wasn't at Barbie. I saw Oppenheimer. How was you feeling about that, John? Chacho, Christopher Nolan did it again. That John was fire. Brought a straight heater to our doorstep, literally. <laughs> so Benny, you didn't see it, so we can't give spoiler. But I mean, this is interesting because it's like it's a history. It's lesson. a thing based on true events. Yeah, so you guys um, talk about it. I'm, I'm gonna watch it regardless. So. But it's it's man, listen, we don't we don't do movie reviews too too much on this pod, but right. we got to talk about this. <clears throat> Firstly, let me say that Christopher Nolan is a genius. He's amazing, amazing in terms of storytelling, amazing in terms of composition, the way he puts together a film. Um, it was really beautifully crafted. Oh my god, visually, yeah. yeah. Um. The sound quality was amazing. I saw it in IMAX. Did you see it in IMAX or regular? No, I saw it actually in the 70 millimeter John. You went to the John and King of Prussia? Yeah. Okay. How was no, that? No, no, I went to Cherry Hill had one. I went okay. to Cherry Hill. How was that? 
it was because they he they had said they recommended that you watch it in there, and that John was excellent. <laughs> it was just different, like the the quality of the picture, the sound of it, everything was just different. I don't know, it was just. And I saw those. Um, I saw a picture of how those reels look for the IMAX seventy millimeter uh-huh. millimeter, and it's like eleven feet wide reel of film because it's three hours. Yeah, and I think they said it's like x thirty mile, miles long or something like that. If you were to stretch it out. Like that's how the IMAX film looks. I never yeah. knew how to, how actually movie theaters work nowadays. I know back in the day you would have a guy up in the booth and he would put the reel on the jaw and you would see like the movie reels, right? Yeah. But I, I in in current days I'm like I never stopped to think how do they actually I thought they put it on a flash drive or something, <laughs> <laughs> pop it into the USB. Yeah, that would make <laughs> Just sense. Just upload a movie, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But when they showed that the IMAX jaw got the reel that that 70 millimeter jaw, I thought that was really cool. Um. What's your initial takes on the film, Dev? Um, wow. So I, <sighs> and we could talk about some of it because I feel like there was so much to to get into and like themes and stuff. So first off, boobs. Florence Pugh was butt ass naked in this John. She was. It was gratuitous nudity. <laughs> that John was for no reason. Delicioso. Yeah, she was. She was more in there to show boob. She wasn't really there for acting. Yeah, because her character was like to show his early days and who his. Who his um associ- like who he was associated with? Oppenheimer was a, was a, a a loose cannon. He was a uh, he was out there. He was a philanderer. He, yeah, he was he was throwing it throwing it at anybody. <laughs> he was an adulterer. He was just out here just tagging John's real mad smart <laughs> physicist boy throwing the door in the pipe. <laughs> just a genius, throwing the frank like, at anyone who would eat it. Literally, <laughs> like he was in his bag. He was bagging people's wives at political rallies. <laughs> He was in his he was bag. bag And I'm like yo Physics is the reason Why my hand can't morph Through yours right now And then she just Grabbed his hand I'm like Then hey. he just grabbed Toto <laughs> <laughs> This is physics right here yeah. <laughs> was Toto time in that um, no, But yeah Florence Pugh was, was It was It was all booby work for her um, But she's a baddie Oh yeah Yeah she a baddie He was hard in her Me? I had to put a pillow over <laughs> <laughs> he was hard in a 70 millimeter IMAX. I had to put a pillow over my man's. Her pinky doll was there. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> All right, come on, move past the boobies, you child. Nah, so mad that thoughts and that John. No, nah, but realistically though, um, visually, like one of the best movies I've ever seen in my entire life. Mm-hmm. And to find out, and Benny, you're gonna watch it. There was no CGI. There was zero CGI in this movie. It's it, it blew my mind because even those pictures of like when he was thinking about the particles in his minds and things were like blowing up. I'm like, how wasn't that CGI? Like, how did you make that happen with like just regular shit? Like, what did you do to create that picture? Mm-hmm. And that's just it's just crazy to think about all the fields that like the 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 land that was there. They created it themselves. Like, it's crazy to realize that Christopher Nolan just is on a different level with this stuff. So visually, just beautiful. Acting wise, oh my god! Like, yo, there was so many big name actors in this genre, and they were all fried it, all fried, all fried it. Emily, I mean, it, it was it was varying degrees, but like Emily Blunt and like tough. big big names was taking small roles. Biggie was in it, <laughs> like the boy that played um uh, Queen. Yeah, yeah. I was like, <laughs> Freddie. I was like, Freddie Mercury showed up <laughs> for three minutes. Remy Malik <laughs> to kill Robert, um, Robert Downey Jr.'s character. Remy Malik, right? He was in it. And he had like a small role, but he was from um, Gary Oldman played uh, the president, President Truman. He yeah. did a great job in his 
quick scene. Yeah, I was cracking up when he said, get this pussy out of my office. He said, don't let that baby cry, come back. <laughs> <laughs> he called him a bitch. Um, Killian Murphy fried it. Like, That's how you say his name, Killian? Yeah. Oh, I thought it was Chillian. Because <laughs> it's a C and not a K. So he thought it was Chillian. He's fat, so he always Chilean Murphy. <laughs> um, Killian Murphy killed it. Um, Robert Downey Jr. I-, I will say this, though. If I'm being a harsh critic, it was just like it was Iron Man. <laughs> no, I thought he did really good. I just it just when I was listening to him talk, he was had the smartness of Iron Man, like the wittiness. It just seemed like he was just like, I'm going to be Iron Man, but without being Iron Man. So but he did it well, though. He act because he plays that part perfectly like that, that uh, rich, like doesn't think your shit stink. Like you think you got this in the bag type of character. He plays that perfectly. But I, th- I also think they did a good job of making it seem like he was kind of this neutral party. Almost like he was a, a steady line all the way through, and then you realize he was actually pretty devious mm-hmm. through the whole story. And yeah. again, not any, not giving anybody any spoilers, but right. Um, yeah, Robert Downey Jr.'s character he he becomes more prominent as the movie goes. I was gonna tell you, Dev, that um, um, so Benny, one of the things that people noted, and I, I didn't watch no videos, no breakdowns or anything before, but watching it, I was able to come away with the theory, and then. Um, our sister was telling me that I was probably right about it, but I think all the the parts in color. So some of the movie scenes are in color, and then some are in black and white. I think the color ones are from the perspective of Oppenheimer, because it was like from his point of view, so that you could see what was going on in his mind. And then anything that was in black and white was more like objective, what actually happened, more like factual events. So I thought that was cool the way they played. Because you, when you're watching it, you're like, why are some in color and some in black and white? Is it a flashback or flash forward but really what it was is anything in color you were seeing basically through Oppenheimer's lens or point of view and then the things in black and white was like objective stuff so I thought that was pretty cool the way they did that yeah because at the end when he because they showed the the scene with Einstein in black and white and then when he heard it when you got to see what he actually said it was in color right so that is a good that is a good point to make um no Christopher Nolan is known for doing that like stuff that you got it to was think just about. yeah it was just deep and complex and like there was little there was there's so many things like we could spend an hour talking about the movie but there's three hours talking. there's so many um different things that you could point out i thought there was a lot of great scenes it, it basically just to summarize how i feel about it um i think it was a great commentary on the grayness of the world that we live in mm-hmm. how nothing is truly ever Black and no white. pun intended black and white yeah um there's so so much gray in how things are handled politically in the world when it comes to things like war um when it comes to decision making like for people who he's a physicist right scientist he makes this thing and everybody knows the story of Oppenheimer he was the guy who you know he was one of the main guys behind the atomic bomb mm-hmm. that they ended up launching in World War two but it's like he's a guy who believes in science discovery right creative pursuits and then they use this scientific discovery and breakthrough to do something terrible kill a lot of people Mm. the government did so it's a commentary on that it was a commentary on america like there was a lot of the scenes where you saw americans applauding the bomb being thrown and it's like that's disgusting like y'all cheering for this patriotism but people died off of that yeah you know what i mean but it just shows how ugly politics and, and war can be and also like you know it, it, it the world is what it is is like 
in the beginning, they they were like, yo, you like the smartest boy we know. Like, yo, you crazy. You a genius. Mm-hmm. They were like, mm-hmm. yo, we need you for this for the war. We need you to create this thing. You smart. And then when he gave him what they wanted, they was like, all right, Flip cool. The script. All right, cool. Nice meeting you. <laughs> right. Nice Damn. seeing you. And they just, turned on him so quick. They turned on him, but that's just the world. And people, I don't want people to think that that's what government does. That's what the world does in general. That's why people. Yeah, true. Are. But the government is a big is a big driver of but that. But the government is is made up by people. That's what I think the whole thing is about. Is like this is just how people are in general. People are are quick to show you love and praise you, and then when you give them what they wanted, they're like, "All right, nice seeing you." And he, uh, the, the, it was it was perfect when the scene that I thought was was perfect was because it was it was it made me laugh in the theater. But they were testing the bomb to make sure that the bomb worked. And when it worked, then everybody was like, oh, my God, everybody was cheering, giving hugs and all that. The very next scene, you just see the government closing the doors on the bomb and driving away with it. And then they were like, all right. And that was it. It was like it just cut straight to that. And now this guy's like, that's it. Like, what 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 did I just do? You know what I mean? And that's the realization that you just created something. And now the general or these the, the army is taking it away from you and you know what they're about to do with it. And they just used you to get what they needed. And now you're thrown to the side. So oh, it's like yeah, there could, was some cold scenes in this, John. Damn. Crazy. There bro. was some cold scenes, like um, the one scene where, uh, so they're sitting around deciding what they want to do with the atomic bomb. They basically know they can make I know. it. Oh my god! And they're sitting there That's with wrong. some secretary general, some mili- high-ranking military person in yeah, the government. This, this is drawn. I know so exactly where you're going with this. They're like, "All right, we we got this bomb. Is it use? Can we do it? Can, will it blow up? Yes." So then the guy's like, "All right, well, Japan's still fighting this war." Um, what should we do? We should use it to kind of show power. And then people are like, well, no, they, they're going to back out. Like, they don't got that many troops left and that many resources. And they're like, no, but if we drop this bomb now, we could pull our guys back home and not have them fighting for a few more years. Um, We just need to show a show of power. So then, you know, even though there was some objection, the guy's like, all right, we're going to do it. So then they're like, so where in Japan do we want to bomb? And they had like a list of 12 locations. Mm -hmm. And he was like, well, we could scratch this one off. We could Uh, scratch Tokyo off because... Kyoto. Right? Right. I thought thought it was Tokyo because he said that Tokyo was already... Like, it was already in shambles. So it was like... No, he said... uh, We're not... His his exact quote was... This was the cold part. He was like, "Um, we should scratch this one off the list because it has cultural significance there. And my wife and I honeymooned there. So it was a really beautiful place. Yeah, like you just chose where you were gonna drop the bomb based or on, not drop the bomb based on your honeymoon. The fact that you went there for a honeymoon, it just showed like the the lack of of being a person in this decision making. Mm-hmm. It's like, and then the other cold scene I thought was the one with the president. So Oppenheimer, after the bomb's thrown, he goes to meet the president, and the president kind of personally thanks him, whatever. But when he goes in to meet the president, the president's all smiles, want to shake his hand. And you could tell this the guy who's playing Oppenheimer, he's very troubled. He's like Chilean Murphy. Yeah, he's like Chilean Murphy's like, listen, I feel terrible about this. Like I feel like I got blood on my hands. And the whole time the president's just trying to get him to be like light and and whatever. Just thank you for your service. Like that whole song and dance. But when he sees the bulls not being really patriotic and playing yeah, the, the tells, role, he tells him the truth. He gets real serious on him. And he's like you think you got blood on your hands He's like Nobody's ever gonna remember Who made the bomb They're gonna remember The person who chose to drop it Like saying that's me mm. And then the bull was like Well you know The Russians now They're gonna make their own bomb He's like Listen they never gonna make that bomb And I thought that was deep Because to me It was like him almost telling the guy um, Like you don't understand How this whole thing works This is a bigger game Than just you and one bomb 
we're going to make sure Russia never gets the resources they need to do this. Mm-hmm. We're going to have spy networks to make sure that they don't get any of the information they need to do this. Like you might think it's an arms race, but we're going to make sure we do our part to make sure no country ever gets bigger than us mm-hmm. when it comes to stuff like this. So it, it, it kind of shows you that that nasty side of American politics. Um, and the guy who played the president in that scene was he was cold blooded. He was in like the smoothest way possible. Crazy. Um, it was a good movie, man. It was a uh, it had a lot of memorable scenes in it. A lot of uh, um like emotional emotionally driven things to it did it make you feel any type of way leaving like how did you feel i just felt like it was draw like (laughs) i was like this because it was like 11 o'clock at night so i was like half asleep i saw that joint at 8 p.m i didn't leave the movie theater until like 11 30 yeah i was half asleep in my joint leaning on my my butterfinger crunch to sleep it (laughs) nah but other than being hard um (laughs) because the joint was naked (laughs) nah i'm just kidding um no i i I felt for the guy, but like, part of me—I don't know. Part of me was like, I really wasn't Oppenheimer. I wasn't feeling. You know what you was doing. You knew what you were doing, and 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 you you had the idea that if we don't do it first, then another country would do it first, and then they'll have control, like we have control. So if you know what you're doing and you know what you're getting yourself into, don't complain when you when it when the the shit goes down. Because his whole point in the beginning was, if we don't do it now, Russia's going to beat us in this arms race, and then they'll have that control of, like, now they have the nuke. Mm. And now they can drop it on us whenever they want, or they can drop it on whoever they want, but they have that power now. So we need to do it first. So I didn't feel bad for him at the end of the day when he had the whole heart-to-heart, like, oh, you know, know, I'm feeling bad now, like, I killed, I got blood on my hands, whatever, like... You always that's kind of a You know what I mean? Yeah, that's kind of a bigger conversation than just the movie. It's like, where where does responsibility lie when people put certain things into play? So, you know, it, it don't have to be this story. It could be related to anything in life. Like when you put something in the mix, you can't then complain later if it's used negatively or used against you or used for bad instead of for good. Like you contributed in that in that way. And I think that was the whole contention with him. And kind of what people who were opponents of him would say is that like, you went and made this thing mm-hmm. So you can't complain later If they used it for, for harm No 100% The other thing that I thought Was like a big walking away point Was it felt like um, Christopher Nolan was trying to say Like By this happening Like the wheels are already in motion For us to eventually get to Nuclear war in the world mm-hmm. So that's a scary proposition Like that was the whole end scene Was when they had that talk Um, He, he was like you know, I feel like we've kind of set off a chain reaction. So I think he was making a social commentary that we're in a bad place right now, that the world could get really ugly because war just begets more war and it's going to keep going and going mm-hmm. until eventually it, it be it ends up being our demise. So I thought that was a deep, like, walking away point. And I left the, I left the theater feeling kind of like, damn, like, we're all about to die soon. <laughs> we might as well start selling our feet pics and eating um, cactuses and stuff. Go ahead. Damn, stop t- stop <laughs> inviting me to pull my feet out on cam. What's up with you? But no, it does it leaves you feeling like an eerie feeling, like, dang, that could happen to us. Man. It could be it could be some Japaneses right now making a huge bomb to drop it on us. Japanese. Payback. It's not even my fault. I'm, my name's not Oppenheimer. My name my last name is Cruz. Don't drop it on me. 
Uh, I hope they honeymooned in, in Philadelphia. I know. <laughs> honeymoons in Philadelphia. <laughs> They'd be like dropping on Philly first. Yeah, I hope there's a if there's a Japanese making a bomb, I hope they honeymooned on Philadelphia. <laughs> so they don't drop it here. <laughs> I honeymooned in Philadelphia. Oh my god. Philadelphia. Yo, end this episode. Philadelphia. <laughs> He just good. <laughs> he's trying to make y'all. He realized. I'm just trying to make y'all uncomfortable. Yeah. It's all cool, man. Put Yo, Christopher out. Nolan is the is is the goat though. Yeah, but let's see your feet. Dev, what's the top five? <laughs> I'm gonna make you uncomfortable now. You fat. What's the top five? Nah, seriously though, man. This is a. I think this solidifies Christopher Nolan, man. He's a genius. And last week, you know, we gave our flowers to. The wonderful ladies of music, Goaty Time. I think we give our flowers to Christopher Nolan this week. Top five Christopher Nolan movies of all time. Yum, yum, yumming. I'm top gunning. Listen. He's <laughs> just gonna yawn. While I'm about to rap. I'm looking at you to see how you. You don't lock in when I'm about to rap. All right, go ahead. So I'm gonna give you crap. Then I'm gonna give you some slaps. Okay. Benny got the ultra cuff. Okay. Atomic bomber cuffs. I had enough. Drop Benny's cuffs. <laughs> Yo, listen, listen, listen. For real, for real. Go ahead, go ahead. Drop them cuffs, Dave. Mm, mm, mm. <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you. I wanna spank you. Okay. Riding like a cowboy. I don't love none of my fans. Y'all not even my friends. I'm going straight to France. And I'm bombing them. Guess why? Because I ain't honeymoon there. I ain't even scared. I ain't got no hair because of radiation. <laughs> I'm on the right nation. <laughs> okay. MLK Day is okay. <laughs> I don't even play. Dave. Oppenheimer saved the day. You lose Dev like feet. <laughs> Lose steam. It's all right though. Listen, I didn't have bars for Oppenheimer. I just feel I feel like we're all gonna get bombed. So I, my bars wasn't inspired today. But we'll be debating, Dev. Well, I said it already, man. Top five Christopher Nolan movies. This guy has mm. has about to fry you again. Literally destroyed the 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 movie industry. Mm-hmm. Like I couldn't think of a better way to to give him his flowers to show him. You know, he's appreciated, and 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 to really go out there and just talk about his work, because he has great, great, amazing movies that everybody loves, that everybody watches, that everybody probably cites when it comes to one of their favorite movies of all time. It's probably directed by Christopher Nolan. Mm-hmm. So it's time to talk about it, man. So Dave, you won last week. Who's going first this week? Uh, I'll start. Okay, I'll start. What's your number five? Top five Christopher Nolan movies. Coming in at number five for me, um, I'm going to start with. I'm going to go with Tenet at five. Mm. Um, I think Tenet was an amazingly so one of the reasons why I love Christopher Nolan is because each of his movies gives you so many different themes to think about. So I thought Tenet, from just a thinker's perspective, was really cool. It was this like complex sort of thing you had to follow throughout and Tenet is dope because it's one of those movies you gotta watch multiple times 
um, for people who don't haven't watched Tenet or seen it, it's a movie about um, basically this guy who uh, he he found the ability to travel back through time, mm-hmm. and he's like a well he he's like an agent from the future basically, and it has this whole story behind it. But the long and short of it is that there's this technology that you can go backwards in time. And so you, you're watching the movie and you're wondering, are you watching something going forward or backward? Like, how are you seeing it? And then it, it's just this whole thing. So it's, I'm not going to explain it all. But yeah, Tenet was definitely, um, it's definitely my top five movies of his of all time. Mm. Just because it was so thought provoking and you had to really pay attention to all the fine details to figure out and follow. Am I looking at something kind of going forward in time? Am I looking at something going backward in time? And all that good confusing, stuff. confusing though. Not for if you're smart. Is you dumb boy? <laughs> That's your number five Yes Alright Shout out to the All confusing movies ever Coming in number five For me Top five Christopher Nolan movies I'm gonna go with Probably his um, Saddest one Interstellar mm. Beautiful movie mm-hmm. Beautifully shot uh, Matthew McConaughey <clears throat> If I'm not mistaken He won didn't he win something because of this? Like, wasn't he? Didn't he win Best Actor? Yeah, no, he won. He went to the um, mall after it came out, and he won the claw machine. He picked up. Um, <laughs> nah, if I'm up if I'm not mistaken, one of them, him or Anne Hathaway, won either Best Actress or Best Actor for this film. Mm-hmm. But, um, I mean, what can you say? This was, I think, this this was more driven by the acting, um, but. Like just being out there, the loneliness of it all, how Christopher Nolan was able to give you this idea of what a place that you never saw look like. You know what I mean? Like what is outer space? What is the how does it look out there? How lonely is it when it's just you and somebody else? You know, they had a lot about family in here. A lot. Of, I mean, I just uh, there's not too much that I can speak about the acting in here. And I'm not a, a Matthew McConaughey fan. I'm going to keep it a bean. Mm-hmm. I find him to be corny. But. He knocked it out the park. He knocked it out the park with this movie. Uh, Nolan has always been known for his editing and for his uh, pictures. Mm-hmm. So, again, just the way this looked, the way the editing was, and the way that these these two people basically carried the whole movie, and that's hard to do for this movie was what was it like two hours long, an hour or something, hour forty five minutes, something like that. This was a longer movie for basically just them two. Mm-hmm. It, I mean, it's insane. It's insane. And Dummy Sad If you haven't seen it Watch it if you want to find A sad movie to Cry about (laughs) Um, That's my number five Interstellar Got you Coming in at number four for me uh, I'm gonna go with One of my more Favorite movies of Christopher Nolan's Which is The Prestige All magic Hugh Jackman Christian Bale Chris That's another thing Side note about uh, Christopher Nolan He works with a lot of the same actors Which is pretty cool um, but I'll go with the prestige because um, it's a m- m- story about these guys who do like magic, magician stuff set in the, well, like the 1800s ish kind mm-hmm. of time frame. Um, but it's cool. It's kind of got some science aspects of it because the idea is that Nikola Tesla came up with technology where you can like teleport using electricity. Mm-hmm. So that was part of the whole magic thing and it gets really cool and complex but I think I like prestige because 
it has that bit of like mystery and you kind of you got to figure it out that hallmark of Christopher Nolan but it has some science elements mixed into it it has the drama piece with the relationships between the different characters mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a twist in it so if you haven't seen The Prestige it's really good um, definitely worth seeing and I think among his top films because I just like the whole aesthetic and vibe of it it kind of had that that grittiness feel to it um, and had some good intrigue throughout so um, and that one also has the, the twist aspect that I think I like the most so that's my number four mm. I mess with that um, Prestige is gonna is, I'll, I'll talk about it later but mm. coming in number four for me I just saw it on Friday Oppenheimer I'm gonna put at number four from Christopher Nolan mm. um, even though it's a relatively newer movie <laughs> from him um, just looking back at, at what he's done this, I mean, again, guys, this has to be like one of the. I'm big on acting when it comes to films. I, this has to be like one of the better, best acted movies I've seen mm-hmm. in a while. Mm-hmm. Like everybody just was good. Everybody. One of my favorite, uh, um, my favorite, probably in the movie was his wife Emily Blunt. I think she destroyed that role. I think she she played a woman who was, you know, sort of felt trapped but she knew what it was about she knew that she was getting into this she knew that if she left him or if anything was to happen it could put her family at risk Mm -hmm. so she stayed through it she stayed strong she always had his back and i mean she was a minor she wasn't a minor character but she was very like she was a a side character Mm -hmm. compared to the other roles that were in it and she killed it man i mean this is just a great movie through and through we talked about it we did a segment on it so i I really can't say much more about it because we already talked a lot about it but even though it's new, it's it's a it's it's perfect, man. I mean, please everybody go watch it. Skip the Barbie, go to Oppie, and watch that John. Y'all was cracking up in the movie where when Oppenheimer was giving his speech about after they dropped the bomb. I remember he was walking back like to the to the back of the stadium, and then he looked under the bleachers, and there was two people banging. <laughs> I was like, why why are y'all having sex after he said we dropped the bomb on Jeff Japan? <laughs> And it should have been Russia. <laughs> because when it's time, it's time. If you horny, you horny. I don't know Even how. after a, a political speech. How do bombs get you horny? That's crazy. But anyway, no. <coughs> Oppenheimer coming in at number four for me. Um, for my top five Christopher Nolan pieces. Got it. Coming in at number three for me. Of course, I'm going to throw one of these in here because Christopher Nolan had the Batman trilogy. But of course, I'm going to go with Dark Knight. Um, what's the what's the name of the middle one? Rises. No, Rises is the third one. The Dark, the Dark Knight. The Dark. Knight. The Dark Knight. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm going oh, with the Dark Knight. Oh, you putting the Dark Knight at three? I'm putting the Dark Knight at three because one mm-hmm. got to give Christopher Nolan props for going into the superhero realm Holy by sh- taking on the Batman trilogy. Holy shnikes. Um, of the three Batman's that he did, I thought the Dark Knight was by far the best out of the three, and one of the main reasons for that was. Um, Heath Ledger's depiction of the Joker but just the way Christopher Nolan makes films his aesthetic his feel for films and how real they feel I thought it was the best application to apply it to a Batman type of character because of the way that Batman is portrayed in the comics Um, so when you add when you think about Christopher Nolan's approach to filmmaking uh, the way Christian Bale was able to play Batman which I thought he over we've had this debate before but overall he had the most well-rounded approach to Batman 
I think other Batman uh, actors have done good with certain parts of who he is, like the the rich part and then the hero part. But I think Christian Bale did the most balanced. But when you add in um, what that movie did in terms of how it looked, how it felt, the storyline, and then you add the iconic performance from Heath Ledger as the Joker, mm-hmm. I think it's definitely up there. Um, it needs to be recognized for what it did culturally. I mean, the fact that Number three. Heath Ledger won an Academy Award for playing a superhero role, which is kind of unheard of. Well, he wasn't a superhero, but supervillain. Um, you rarely see that. So it just goes to show how you're able to blend real cinematography and great filmmaking with the comic book genre. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's why I put it at number three. Show it love. I mean, should be higher, but... We'll we'll get to that. Yeah, we'll see. This this is a top five for y'all to kind of nitpick at because we're doing the same person. Like, yo, come on, man. We're debating the same thing. Just it's it's about the order for this one. So for people who are weighing in this week to vote, um, sure. we want you to say who's got the better order of it. But go ahead, Dad. Coming in number three for me. Um, you already said this, but I had to lower the prestige. Mm-hmm. Um, a movie that I didn't know anything about shit is about magic and it's got Wolverine and Batman doing magic against each other like the shit was nuts um, but no it was just crazy like the ending was like straight mind twisting <laughs> like crazy very disturbing at the end mm-hmm. too um, but it was just it was just like it, it, it was the one movie that I'm like what the hell is going on but you had the feeling of like you don't know what's going on but then you're like I get it <laughs> but you don't know what's going on but you're, you're piecing it together and that's what a great movie does you can't figure it out but you're as the movie's going along it helps you piece it together and what's going on what's going on with it right adding in the whole like you know Tesla thing into it and and then um, you know using like I said teleportation earlier, but it's duplication. Yeah, duplication was what the, was yeah. what the actual yeah. uh, science was behind it. And um, it's cr- it's it's nuts. It's literally like it's just it's masterful. Yeah, great movie. <laughs> it's it's. I mean, what what can I say? You already talked about it, but um, it was one of those movies where I I didn't know what I was doing going into it, but man, was it great once I finished the movie? Yeah, and it was also I think in that phase where you still like. I think Christopher Nolan was still kind of going like this, ascending mm-hmm. in his career. So the prestige was really an eye opener from like, oh, this is a tough, super tough film. But it also wasn't Batman level Christopher Nolan, where he's like at this point, a big shot. Mm-hmm. He was still kind of, um, yeah, making his ascent in, in filmmaking. What's your uh, what's your number two coming in at number two for me? If I say this one, then people are going to know what my number one is. But I'm going to go with Inception at two. Mm. I'm going to go with Inception at two. Inception was one until this weekend. Mm. So uh, Inception at two for me because I think for a long, long time, Inception was that movie. That was like the one that when you think of Christopher Nolan, you think of Inception. Dunkirk? No. Do not hit me with it. If you say Dunkirk and any of your two or one, I'm going to slap you. You don't like Dunkirk like that? It, that John was boring. <laughs> it was visually beautiful, but I felt like that was one. If if there was any sort of hiccup from Christopher Nolan, I think it was Dunkirk. Because well, it just... We're not, we're not talk- I'm sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off. Yeah, no, it's fine. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But Inception is that one because um, 
it was a phenomenon like culturally everybody was talking about inception at one point the whole thing with the dreams and the levels it was like that perfect blend of you got to think through this you got to pay close attention um it had that cliffhanger famous cliffhanger at the end Mm -hmm. does his spinny top thing fall or stay standing up is he still in the dream state or is he alive like it was just dope the whole thing was dope great acting leo dicaprio is one of the greatest actors of our time um had a great cast visually it was dope the things they did like with that scene where the hotel uh hallway is like twisting and stuff um chilean murphy was in it Mm -hmm. he was the guy they were still in the dream from or the info from in his in his subconscious it was just a deep movie yeah um and and a great film overall so that's my number two um and like i said it was number one until this weekend What's your number two? Number two for me is uh, Dark Knight. Mm. Um, Dark Knight is the best superhero movie probably ever. Um, Has the best villain ever. Has the best villain ever. Acting. We did a top five of superhero movies. We did. But acting wise. I think you might have said something similar back then. Acting wise, no superhero movie does it better. Um, Heath Ledger was just great. Um, Christian Bell. Compliment, they complimented each other very well. Um, it was like a thrilling movie, but also like made you be like, damn, like this shit is it's like crazy. Like it was a crazy psychological thr- Like it was exactly that. Like Keith Ledger, that was the best acting I've seen ever, like out of anybody. Literally killed himself for the role, like literally died right after mm-hmm. it. And was was wild too. I'm sorry, I know this is your, your number two, but I gotta add, because we both talked about it now. Um, when you really look at the trilogy, like he was low key frying the whole trilogy. Three also had the chance to be amazing until the end when they they kind of twisted you out of amazingness. When three the girl was, ended up being the real villain. Three was Ra's al Ghul. I'm Ra's al Ghul's daughter. Oh yeah, and I was oh like, my gosh, yeah, wasted um, Bane's whole performance. Bane was the toughest bull. Yeah, I'm was. like, yo, you hit two villains in a row, film wise. Mm-hmm. I Bane's tough Bane's tough I didn't like his voice though I thought it was cool <laughs> It was like louder Than everything else too I thought it was dope I thought I thought aesthetically It was dope I live in a darkness Batman <laughs> like, Who is bull What to do Batman Yeah like I climbed out the hole You didn't <laughs> um, But no the, um, It was tough though uh, Dark Knight is just Like I said mm-hmm. Perfectly acted Visually amazing Everything was great It's just The best Superhero movie I've ever seen The best acting From a superhero movie I've ever seen Couldn't beat it So that's why Dark Knight Coming in at number two For me um, Coming in at number one uh, I know we always like To go to Benny Benny do you have A number one Are you big on Christopher Nolan films Like that Oh yeah It's, it's Inception Inception is your yeah, number one By far mm-hmm. Just the fact that I had to watch that movie Like three times To understand it <laughs> Like When I first watched it I, I had no clue What was going on Like I understood Vaguely Like what the concept was But <laughs> Second and third time When I really pulled it together I was like What the hell I didn't mm-hmm. I never knew Filmmaking could be So complex mm-hmm. You know what I mean And mm-hmm. really Push the envelope And make you think that much Um It was a tie between that one Or Interstellar for me But um Just cause that was another movie That made you really think And the whole time warp stuff That they had in that movie Was amazing But Christopher Nolan's a beast man I gotta give it to him And uh Yeah Inception number one for me yeah No Inception's great Like I said It was number one uh, Up until this weekend Um But 
I'll start off with my number one and just saying Oppenheimer's it, man. I think it took the top spot. Oppenheimer just feels like a big movie. Like, it feels like we're going to look back years from now and realize how monumental it was as a film. And the, the visual aspect of it, the sound quality, the writing, the story, the cultural relevance, the political commentary... Mm. The the subtleness of the scenes Like I was telling Pop Dev I know we did our breakdown just now But I was telling Pop Like even There was little really subtle things that I love Like um, I don't know if you peeped this But there was a part where Right before the bomb is about to go off When they're doing the test And the guy tells them This was like a four billion dollar project Took us three years to do Blah 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 They're just talking about the figures And you realize Wow four billion dollars in that day and age In the 1940s That was like a gazillion dollars now no. That's nuts to spend yeah. On something like that But then when the president Later after they dropped The bomb is talking On the radio He says This was a two million dollar Project that took You know Over two years Of development And you realize Oh you never probably Hear the right The the, the correct numbers In public Whatever you hear Publicly from the government Is either undersold Or understated Or undervalued because they're never going to tell you the real behind the scenes. Like, I felt like that was because I don't think that was a, a mistake or an error. I think what it was showing you was when you're talking about propaganda, public facing propaganda is usually going to understate things and make it feel smaller. Because mm-hmm. if you tell the public you spent four billion on these bombs, they're going to be like, you spent four billion of our government money on this. But two billion sounds a little more palatable. Right. You know what exactly. I mean? Exactly. So that's just one example of like a billion in that movie that I thought were really subtle, understated, but that make it a top tier film. Um, and it's probably one I'm going to watch multiple times, like you said, about Inception. So that's my number one. Mm. Um, I mean, there's only one movie I didn't say. <laughs> so coming in, number, number, coming in number one for me, Memento was great. It was. When you realize. I think I left Interstellar on my top, right? I did. Yeah. Yikes. Yeah, that's tough for me. But I, I stand by my five. Memento, when you realize that it was told backwards, is fucking crazy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> When you realize that the movie was a backwards movie, you're like, oh shit. Um, Inception, number my number one. My story with Inception and it and it changed the way that I watch movies forever was um, when we went to go see Inception, I remember it as I it was just like I, we were younger and mom and pop were like, we're gonna go see a movie today. I didn't I wasn't really paying attention to movies at the time. I wasn't really focusing in. I was like, what what are you talking about? I was very upset because I didn't want to leave the house. I was playing the game. And um they were like, we're just gonna go see some movies. So we all got in the car, went to go see Inception. And I just remember like watching this movie at that day and age and being like, This is the best movie I've ever seen in my entire life. Mm-hmm. Like Going into a movie, not knowing anything about it, not knowing what it's going to be about, not knowing who's in it, not even knowing like what like anything that just knowing the name is Inception, not even knowing that Christopher Nolan directed it, just going into this movie and realizing that like it was an experience like if you break Inception down, it's (laughs) Nolan made a movie about thieves who are going into people's dreams to steal their ideas but they have to do this as like a secret so they have to go into your dream and then when you're in your dream go into your dreams dream and then when they're in that dream go into another dream you can dream my dream and then to steal this idea but then to realize that like when you're in a dream time is a lot slower so five seconds of a dream five minutes of a dream 
your first dream is two hours in the second dream, which is then a whole day in the last dream. And it's like, oh shit. Right. <laughs> and, and then you think about it on your own and you're like, we could take a nap right now for five or 10 minutes and have a fucking short story that felt like an hour where so much things happened in that story. And then we're like, oh, it's only been 10 minutes and we just woke up. And it's crazy to think about that's how dreams really work. And he was able to take that and put it on the big screen and make you real, make you actually feel like you were dreaming in that moment. You ever had like a recurring dream? You, yeah. Usually they say that that's something that you're like you're trying to overcome or like something that's. What's really, y'all recurring? You, you ever had a recurring dream? Mm-hmm. I can't. I, you don't I, dream. <laughs> I've I've uh, I've had them, but I just can't remember at this point. You dumb boy I had a recurring dream That a, a marble Was chasing me Oh and you can't run fast So you always got killed No it was It was always running Away from it Like a big marble And just a black abyss You know why Because I do think It has to deal with That you're Like you're slow <laughs> Like physically Not like mentally Like I think I'm trying I'm being vulnerable Telling you about My recurring dream No And you're gonna make A, a, a joke about slowness No I had First of all I got a pretty good speed the marble was from my height and weight. <laughs> they was like in the cartoon. But this was since I was little. <laughs> this was since I was little. I would just go to sleep and just start getting chased by a marble. But like a massive one, like a like a big boulder type. That's interesting. And I would just be running. <laughs> and I would just wake up. <laughs> His nipples. <laughs> I would just wake up and then just just go have breakfast. Nah, I will. I when you when you said George, I I do remember now. My recurring. No, I'm serious. He wasn't gonna share unless somebody else share first. Yeah, <laughs> share first. No, if Benny don't share second, then I'm not gonna share mine. No, my recurring dream was in. It was. It wasn't like uh, you was running away from cheeks. <laughs> so you don't get ah the cheeks. <laughs> Scary. Yo, this boy's getting chased by a marble and got the nerve to make jokes about me. <laughs> Nightmare from a, a marble is <laughs> a regular thing. No, my dreams. My dream was, uh, no matter what it was, what I was dreaming about. So at some point in my dream, uh, like my one of my teeth would fall out, or like my tooth would fall out. Teeth, tooses. It's plural for teeth. <laughs> it is teeth. Right? Teeth. Ties. My ties. One of my ties would fall out. But I don't know why, and I and I always I looked it up, and they said like it's because if you worry about your smile a lot, and like if that's a big thing for you, yeah. they said you always think about your teeth, and that I do think about my smile a lot, like I do worry about it. But at at some point in my dream, I would have a tooth fall out, or like I would I would be able to go into my dream and just like pick out a tooth, or something will happen, and then like I would always wake up the next morning like feeling making sure that my tooth is still there. <laughs> It's the truth though It's honestly That was one of my dreams Was My shiny teeth in me No matter what It was always that It was in my dream Even if I dreamt about A superhero Or I dreamt about like Going to school Whatever At some point in my dream A tooth would fall out Or multiple teeth would fall out That's so weird Yeah And I like I said And Dave you should google it too Because they say that When you dream something Like it means You're thinking about something And every dream has And for mine It was because If you're self conscious About your teeth And how they look and I do find myself like worrying about how my teeth look. Maybe there's a marble your teeth thing. not even tough, man. Come on now, Dave. Your teeth not tough. <laughs> I got a nice smile, baby boy. Let me Google your symptoms. I'm not your baby boy, and that's our top five. <laughs>
<laughs> Don't look on my marble story. Yeah. Oh, chasing and marble dream. Oh, there's actually a thing about this, Dave. What it says? Let me see. Let me see. It better says like it means you're immensely smart. You're running from your brain. <laughs> you're immensely smart. You're running from your brain. Let me see. It says that you are to dream of a marble. Uh, it means that your life will be a financial success, but that your social surroundings will be devoid of affection. This this is all I've been saying. <laughs> I need affection. <laughs> like I have had financial success, but I'm devoid of affection. I knew the marble meant something, but you have a kid. I need llama. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious, yo. Yeah, it says it says yeah. Mm. Did you ever feel See, like that? No. All right, I don't been, got no money. That's been episode 88 here of the Cruise Control. <laughs> <laughs> Nah, but yeah, everybody, that's been episode 88 here to Cruise Control. <sighs> vote for me. Vote for my list. Christopher Nolan. If you're not familiar with Christopher Nolan's movies, then shut up. <laughs> I don't love you. <laughs> I don't have no love for you. Not fan love or regular emotional sexual love or nothing like that. Follow us on the on Instagram at Uncle Dev Cruise at Dave Cruz 267 or at Cruise Control or at Cruise underscore control pod on Instagram. Mm. Follow us on Facebook, Dev Cruise, Dave Cruise, Cruise Control fan page. Follow us on YouTube, at Cruise Control pod on YouTube. Follow us on TikTok, Cruise Control pod on TikTok. Follow us on TikTok. TikTok's where it's at. We're getting views on TikTok. And listen, when people be coming at our necks like that, we need people on TikTok fighting back. We need controllers in they, at their heads. You feel me? No, we not cucks. And he said, but with that being said, that's the end of episode 88. I think, who's ending it? Is it Benny? Oh, yeah. I'll send a song now. You got a song? What is it? You can just say it and I'll, and I'll, and I'll type it into the uh, to Spotify. Um, Praise the Lord by ASAP Rocky. Praise the Lord. Benny's feeling religious today. Praise him. Praise the Lord by ASAP Rocky featuring Never would have made it. Skepta. He should have put Never would have made it by Patrick Starr. <laughs> that's episode 88, y'all. We love you. Thank you for tuning in. And praise the Lord. I've heard this before. Get it. Text a message. I don't know the number. Flexing on these niggas. Every bone and muscle. Steady taking shots. Never hurting them. Even then, y'all don't worry nothing. And I like to give a shout out to my niggas with the game plan. And shout out to my niggas with escape plans. Uh, 20 bands, rain dance. We can eat the rain check or we can make plans. Pockets loaded, rocket loaded, can't let's rock and roll this. Time to go, lock, stop it. Two smoking barrels, locking loaded. Diamonds glowing, chop climbing on them. We think I'm jumping out the window, I got them open. Line around the corner, line them up the block and over. Sometimes I even stop the smoking when it's time to fuck my shade. Yo, my pants, the Lord, create. Man, concord. I came, I saw, I came, I saw, I praise the Lord, then break the Lord. I take what's mine. It's British bull.